0: Hello and welcome to Life After Child Loss or Parents Grief. I'm Angela, your host, and today we're going to talk about coping with your grief. Coping with your grief. And these are, what I will give are merely suggestions that I feel like may help. Everyone's grief is different. Therefore, we won't do it all the same. There's no particular order um, of doing it, how it will happen. If you choose to, as I've said time and time again, know yourself well enough to always to seek help, to seek professional help. Always know yourself well enough to do that. Know when you need to seek help. When your child passed away, for for many, it was sudden. For some, it was um, it may have been an illness. It may have been suicide. It may have been uh, murder. It could have been uh, a premature death, stillborn, miscarriage. And either way, it, it, there's, regardless of how, regardless of why, that was your child, that was your baby. And I think we can agree on that. Um, none of that matters. The age doesn't matter. The fact is, your baby is no longer here. And your world changed. In the blink of an eye, your world changed. Even if your child was suffering from an illness and was hospitalized and uh, doctors said there was nothing else they could do or not. um, The moment they took their last breath, your world changed. Some deaths we can... um, Some people's death, family members, loved ones, death we can, you know, sometimes it's expected. You should never expect to lose your baby. You never expect to lose your child. Ever. And in our minds as parents, they're supposed to bury us. We are not supposed to bury them. But the moment... They passed away. Life as we knew it changed. And but not only did life change, we changed. We didn't see it. But it happened. And I say that because. So often we we want to be who we are, who we used to be who we were because we think we still are that we still are that person. If you are a positive person and constantly encouraging and uh, uh, different stuff like that, and you're seen as one way as a certain way to people, not only do some, some people still look at you that way and expect that from you, but you look at you and expect that from you. And you don't even realize that that person They're gone. They left the day your child passed away. There's no way you walk away from it not changed. If you're still here, you have purpose. But there's no way that you are still who you used to be. You're just not. And that's okay. Some of us become better. We don't. I mean, for us in our minds, how can we be better? And our child is gone. That'll always be a question, I think, or at least that's that's my testimony. Is that um, how can I be viewed as a better person? And my child gone, right? Welcome back. But as I was saying, you know, we, we also, we go through that, and in our minds we have these things, and we're trying to figure out who we are. Um, we still, a lot of times, are trying to understand why. And trying to see past the fog, trying to get past the fog, uh, to see something, see some, some, see some light it's hard to see light it's so hard and that's what any any death you know of, of a loved one but when it's your child it's just it's different that pain is different that thought the whole process is different it just is and oftentimes it can't even be explained right but I again, I wanna I wanna um, share some thoughts on and and ways um, to cope with the loss of your child. Um, it's again, it's it's not easy. It won't be easy at all. But the first one. I want to um, list is accepting help. You really have to, you really have to be open and willing to accept help from family members, extended family members, friends, and uh, neighbors, or whatnot. Allow them to help you um, with your meals or. Watching your other children, if you have other children. Helping around the house, running errands. But most importantly, you want them to be there to listen when you need to talk. They don't... And I say this often as well. You don't have to say anything prolific to me to sound so supernatural and spiritual and all of that. Just Just listen. Just listen. Um I know that it's not easy. You know, but accept the help. Accept help. If someone is offering it, accept it. I I know it's hard and and a lot of times and what I I try to tell people now is that instead of saying what do you need? If you need anything, I suggest you just people just just do it. If you at the grocery store and, and you picking up paper towels for yourself, pick up some for me, or pick up some for that friend. You know, because because we do have a a problem accepting help. We don't we don't want help. We want our child back. So in the beginning of that process, if you're trying to be a friend, your best. The best advice I I give people is just be there. But if you want to, instead of just saying, call me if you need me, and if by chance they do call you to see if you need anything or see what you need, don't be afraid to accept that help. Be open to accept it. Um, You're living a nightmare. When you realize that this is a nightmare, like you're constantly waking up if you just so happen to fall asleep and you're in the state of a nightmare. (sighs) There are two distinct time periods after child loss that can help understand the grieving process which leads to you learning and finding ways to cope. The first is immediately following the death when everybody is there. Everybody is there. Um, When you're dealing with um, funerals memorial services, it's a lot going on. And the second is what I, I read and they call it quote, after the casseroles are done, unquote. Which describes when all the food that was given is gone. Everyone else gets back to life as they know it. And you begin to face life without your your child. And some people assume that Um, immediately following the death is is the most heart wrenching nightmare and it is but what they don't realize is that that nightmare continues you have to continue to find ways to cope with that nightmare and Embrace finding a way, having to find a way to embrace that new reality. And and the best thing, the easiest thing to do would be to shut down. It would be to, to shut down. And I think we all shut down at some point. But who is around you is what matters when you do shut down. Because... Those people, they'll allow you, some people will allow you to shut down for a moment, but they will help you come out of it. Giving you the opportunity to get back up the best way you can. Helping you, holding you up while you're trying to come out of that dark place. So spend time, quality time with your family. I know it's hard to be around people. You don't always want to be around people, and you don't have to. In your in your finding ways to cope, that's a way. Um, talk about the loss. It gives you the opportunity and your family the opportunity to talk about the loss. And you begin to process, your family begins to process that grief. It will also help you to build that bond, to grow stronger and um, go f- be able to go forward when that time comes for you. There's no rush. This will happen when you allow it to happen. And when you're ready for it to happen. So you don't don't rush it, it's your timetable when you're ready to do that. Another way, again, let me reiterate seeking professional help. and, and here, here's the thing, parents. If you have other children and, and they are teens or younger, you really want to allow them the opportunity to openly grieve. A lot of teens will hide their grief to be strong for their, their mom and their dad. They're trying and they 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 grieve in silence and oftentimes they're overlooked allow them that opportunity so you want to talk to them um and give them that opportunity as well to grieve and openly grieve at that let them know that they don't have to grieve in silence we can grieve together as a family. Let's find ways of coping. And all of us have different ways. Even teenagers have different ways of dealing with and coping with. And and because you're a mom or dad, they expect you to really still want to be there for them. In the, in their endeavors, you know, in their, their school and, and whatnot, and the things that they're involved with. And it's hard, it's, it's difficult it's difficult none of it's easy which is why I suggest um, seeking professional help if need be And another way to find uh, of, of, of coping is find a support group I have a support group called strengthening what remains and you wanna find one in your area, find a support group in your area. And when you're strong enough, if you're strong enough and when the time comes, if you wanna start one, start one. You, they, they have them online, where you can do live chats, I believe, or virtual. How, however, because it, it always it's always helpful to be around people who understand. Your grief is unique. Our grief is unique because we love our children uniquely. I don't know what you're going through. I understand what you're going through. I know that you're going to deal with it in such a way that I pray that you have what you need to to get through it. To survive another day. Is and it's not easy. Another thing you need to, I suggest, is to pay attention to your health. I shared in a earlier, probably in season one, in an episode where I stopped going to the doctor myself. I don't have, um, I have chronic back issues. So I deal with pain daily. And so oftentimes I'm required or should go, to the doctor as often as I can, you know, to cope with the pain. But I stopped going after my son died. And my reasoning was why, why should I seek pain relief and my son is gone? It made sense to me. It made sense to me. I didn't understand how I could, what, what gave me the right to want to go to a doctor and seek uh, medical help, and my baby was gone. My baby is no longer here, and I'm supposed to, I, I, I didn't deserve it. I felt like I didn't deserve it. You do deserve it. You do deserve it. Seek help if you need to seek help. There's nothing wrong with seeking help and going to the doctor. I know when your child dies, you want to die. A piece of you dies with them. I understand. But if, especially if you have other other children, you definitely want to pay attention to your health. So that you can be there for your other children, and eventually, um, you'll start to feel differently, and want to, you know, and we we'll want to um, go to the doctor and take care of yourself. You'll begin to care again about about you, your parent, who whose child has passed away. Another thing, another thing I suggest is avoid negative people. There are so many people out here who don't know how to respond with compassion and empathy to what you are experiencing. And they say insensitive things um, and they may try to put unrealistic expectations on you. Uh, and, and that's one thing I've, I've spoken on before as well. Things not to say to other parents, to bereaved parents. Um, you should be over this by now, or at least you have another child. <laughs> the audacity of people. I can't. I hope that you don't have people or come across people in your in your circle that say those things to you i really don't i really hope that that doesn't happen Um, this is your grief there's a process there's never a point when you are suddenly air quote over it um you will get to a point where you can smile and laugh again but that does not mean that you are over the fact that you lost your child it changes you suddenly And if there are toxic people in your life who can't respect your feelings and treat you with kindness, you need to get them out. Weed them out. You do not need more pain and sadness in your life. Surround yourself with people who are supportive and caring. And it will make the grieving process much more bearable. Because if you're still here, you still have purpose may not mean much now but it may mean, it'll mean something later when that time comes for you. But do not allow people to try to dictate and say those and get rid of them. And they try to dictate your process and what they think and I tell I've told people imagine it was yours. Stand your kids up or your child up in front of you and pick which one you could live without. And if you only have one, imagine your life without that one. You would have to to tell me to, I should be over something. Another way to cope is... Um, getting back to a routine now granted again it won't be the usual routine it will be different it will be different this is your new normal now you know real you may not realize it at the time that this is just a new norm that it is actually a new normal but getting back to a routine will provide a sense of comfort and security, especially for your other children. Uh, um, and you as parents, you know, when you have other children that are, you know, um, teenage and younger, you know, they're doing different things. They want to participate in other activities. That's their outlet as well. and But it also provides you an outlet, uh, some uh, a different way of... To a degree, I feel like it suppresses the grief because you know um, we look at as as look at it as keeping busy. But at the same time, it's building something in them, and it builds something in you, because again, which is why you should focus. You have to focus on your health as well to be able to do those things with your other children, so they don't feel alienated or. Some kids feel like they, you know, when, when they don't realize that uh, when their sibling passed away, for, for you as a parent, they may view it as mom and dad love them more. No, even if it had been you, I would still feel the same. I would still be the same way. You know, we all love our children uniquely. And they're understanding because their minds are young and steady developing, you know, they're they're going by what they see. And they have a different range of emotions, too, which is why we can't overlook their grief. And they should be allowed to grieve openly as well to understand. And we understand as a family, we can grow together without it being um, harder than it already is. You know, so, um, and finding that routine and um, it is—it's it's gonna be different because you—you you know, of course, there's gonna be a missing, missing plate and missing space in that car, missing space at the dinner table. It's—it's it's gonna be different. It will. But once you get in there. You know, into a routine, and even if, even then again, that goes back to accepting help. You know, your friends um, may may say, "Hey, do I? Would you like for me to take the kids to baseball practice right? or whatnot?" You know, accept the help, accept the help, but at the same time. Stay on that routine. Find a way to stay in that routine. Because again, it's more than just finding a way to keep busy. You know. It gives you, uh, you may start to, uh, it also includes being active with hobbies and interests. And they, the, your, your kids, your other children would need to find, they want a sense of normalcy. And they'll probably want it quicker than you. Then you can, you know, by handle it, which is why you should, you can reach out to those people who said, hey, call me if you need me. And at least you're, you'll be aware and you'll get into that routine. It it it'll happen. It won't happen overnight. Nothing happens. None of this these things happen happens overnight. Because again, you're coping. You're finding a way to cope with your loss, and that's not easy. Another way is to use creative outlets. Get a journal. Start journaling. Start journaling. I found that to be helpful. Uh, If you draw, get a sketch pad. uh, Write your feelings down. Uh, It it helps you express your your grief. Painting. Uh, Create a playlist in memory of your child. Write a poem. Create a song. Anything that provides an outlet for your grief. It can help you make sense of your feelings. Make sure you're providing plenty of opportunities for you and your family members to express grief. So you can eventually be on the road to healing. And I think healing is a forever process. Because you're trying to, instead of trying to fill that hole and that void in you in your heart you're finding a way to surround it to comfort it i hope that makes sense because nothing and no one can ever feel that that void like replace your child no one nothing can do that but you you grow around your grief you grow during your grief in that healing process you probably can't even think about uh, see healing nowhere right now, and that's okay. And you won't. You're not expected to. I don't expect you to expect you to. It's a process, and it's a forever process. I feel like because you want a sense of you want to be made whole again, and. I think at some point, we may reach that healing and be whole again. I haven't reached it, so I don't know. I can't begin to describe what it could possibly even feel like. Because I know I don't feel like who I used to feel before my son passed away. I do know that, so... Right now, for me, it's a forever healing. And I'm, I'm searching for the wholeness. I, I, I long for the wholeness. It doesn't mean I forget my son. I don't think it means I, I can't, I will no longer grieve for my son. But because I understand that it's a process. And it's a, something to reach for. And hope for. And I think at some point, we all will get there. Another, in my last um, coping tip, is stay a family. Be a family and remember that you lost a child. that, that, That child that passed away is still part of it. Everyone in your family will carry the loss of that child in their hearts for the rest of their lives. Create a family tradition that will help you remember the good memories you had together. Um, Example, you could enter a community walk or run in memory of your child. Or start an event of your own. I have an annual basketball tournament in memory of my son for his birthday. I start. I stopped for a few years, but I did recently started back. Uh, we've done it twice the past two years. You know, after the start back, it's, it's been twice since the start we started back. And it helps. It helps because your friends and family, their friends, will come out. Hopefully, come out and. Uh, Um, celebrate with you parents grieving parents have performed random acts of kindness in memory of their child donated to a cause um, develop a scholarship fund planted a tree just be creative and do something that makes sense for your family The grief that accompanies losing a child suddenly is unlike anything you will ever experience, you've ever experienced. It shocks your system. And while coping with that loss will not be easy, and at some point you you begin to make an effort to stick together as a family and take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Rely on one another communicate often even when it is uncomfortable know yourself well enough to seek professional help with someone who can help you process your emotions and find workable solutions for continuing your life you want to do those things it's it's not easy none of those things are easy to do some sometimes At some point you'll find yourself doing those things and you don't even realize it, you know. Some things you will, there's a lot of things that you used to do, you'll stop doing and you won't even realize it till you realize it. And that's, that's okay. There's no particular order in how these things happen and how you deal and process. No particular order. And. Don't allow. People to dictate. Try to dictate your grief. Don't. Because. At the end of the day. This is your journey. You will have to find a way. To get through it. I trust God in that I know He will provide a way, He will help you, He will hold you, He will strengthen you when you need strengthening, He will. Being weak is not a bad thing, it allows God to be who He says He is. And when the time comes when you have to stand up and you have to do, God will give you the strength that you need to get through it. Trust the process. Trust you to make it through. You and your family. It won't be easy. It won't be a cakewalk. But you will get through it. I promise. I love you guys. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for supporting. I hope what I say, what is being said is a help, has been a help to you and continues to be a help for you. This is our last episode for this season. I'm going to take a short break and and I'm going to come back with season, um, with the next season. And... We we're, we're going to we're in this together. We're in this together. Remember you can reach out to me on Facebook, Life After Child Loss, Instagram, and Twitter. On Twitter, you will have to find me uh, Angela R Snowden. On Facebook if you want to reach me directly, Angela R Snowden. Um, but please feel free to leave a comment. I check the comments. I get receive the notifications of comments. And I try to, I reach back out once I see it. Once I receive the notification or the message, I, I reach back out to you. I, I can't do this without you. Because of you, I can do this. We will make it through. You're not alone. You're never alone. I love you guys. God bless.